welcome to the new WellMed Radio, a service of WellMed Medical Management. Over the next half hour, WellMed Radio will educate you about the health and wellness of adults everywhere. Co-hosts Dr. Marissa Charles and veteran broadcaster and attorney Ron Aaron will share information to improve your health and well-being. Here are Ron Aaron and Dr. Marissa Charles. Well, good afternoon and welcome to WellMed Radio. I'm Ron Aaron Eisenberg, delighted to be with you. We're talking today about diabetes and blood sugar with a very special guest. But first, let me introduce our co-host, Dr. Marisa Charles. She is a primary care physician, works with WellMed in San Antonio, Texas, and is a doctor of osteopathy. Dr. Charles, as always, great to see you. It's good to see you too, Ron. It's been a little bit. How have you been? Well, well, I've been good. Thank you very much. And uh, double vaccinated. So, hey, life is good for us. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm Same here. Because our, our topic today uh, deals with something you see in so many patients, and that's diabetes. Absolutely. It, we have quite a lot of patients, I, I'm sure all over Texas, but in San Antonio in particular, um, that are struggling with diabetes and trying to get their sugars controlled. So it's quite the topic most days here in clinic. Well, let's bring in from Donna, Texas, Dr. Alberto Ruiz. Uh, he is a physician at the WellMed at Donna Clinic in Donna, Texas, earned his medical degree at Michigan State University in East Lansing, Michigan, and he uh, completed his family medicine residency at the Texas Tech Health Science Center in Odessa. Dr. Rees is board certified in family medicine, and we are so pleased to have you on with us, Dr. Ruiz. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, Ron, and uh, thank you, Dr. Charles, for having me. Thank your audience. Uh, hopefully, they'll take one or two uh, things out of this uh, podcast today. Well, that would be the goal. Thank you very much. Uh, share with us, as Dr. Charles did, I'm assuming uh, that many of your patients have been diagnosed with diabetes? Uh, I live in South Texas. Uh, well, uh, it's a pretty big area, but I'm in Donna. This area has been known to be one of the highest prevalence and incidence or highest rates of diabetes in the United States. So growing up, I had a lot of, uh, I knew of a lot of my uh, friends' parents being diabetic. I think my mom was a diabetic, not my dad, but it is very common down here. Why and how? I, I, I think I looked it up a couple of years ago, see if there were any studies down here as to the why. And I might have come up with one paper. So if there's anybody out there that wants to do some research, there's an opportunity down here. But yes, a lot of my patients, even here in Donna, at the Donna Wellmet, I mean, uh, I would most of them, would, I would say, diabetes and high blood pressure, but diabetes is the topic of the day. And, you know, when they come in, uh, you know, prime example, uh, Mrs. X, thank you for coming in today. I have your labs, and uh, you're, you're not anemic, your thyroid's okay, your, your cholesterol's great, but your hemoglobin A1C is uh, a 9. And the first thing, some of them, believe it or not, even now, uh, what is that? But in Spanish, right? Que es eso? You know, the hemoglobin A1C. So I go and I like to teach my patients. And, uh, you know, we do, we are afforded that time to kind of teach. So I try starting with that. The hemoglobin A1C, again, all this is in Spanish, but I'm doing it in English. Uh, your hemoglobin A1C tells me how controlled or not controlled you are over the past three months. 
And, you know, I, you know, in some situations, my patients, well, uh, Labor Day just passed or Memorial just passed and it was that cake. And like, no, ma'am, it wasn't that just that day. <laughs> I try to like, no, that's not it. It's uh, three months, not one day. So, yeah. you know, I tend to educate them and tell them what, you know, kind of portion control and what things to eat. For example, um, you know, okay, so now that we know that your hemoglobin is a, a nine, uh, your sugar is about 212-ish, so it can go high, it can go low, but the average over the past three months, Mrs. X has been about 212. So what can we do about this today? First of all, this is my suggestion. Again, we're in South Texas, so I usually, well, I am, I geared my topic to what we eat down here. So, okay, this is my suggestion to you, Mrs. X. Less flour tortillas, less corn tortillas, less sweet bread, less wheat bread, less white bread, okay? Plus, uh, why don't we do less rice, less fidel, less macaroni, less spaghetti, less <laughs> lasagna. So less. And then they obviously come with a good, nice Spanish remark. Oh, pues usted me quiere ser conejo. Well, which translates, <laughs> hey, you want to make me into a rabbit? I, no, no, not at all, not at all. All I said was portion control, Mrs. X. Mm-hmm. So, and then I go on with further teaching, like, okay, fruits, these are fruits that I do not recommend, or these are the fruits that might be bad to you. Number one, ready? Banana, watermelon, cantaloupe, pineapple, mango, strawberries. And we're here in South Texas. I hope you, your, 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 your audience knows we're pretty known for uh, grapefruits and, <laughs> and oranges. So, you know, uh, if you were to ask me, uh, Mrs. X, uh, can I have a banana every morning with my cereal? No. Not every morning, maybe one per week. Ah, can I have freshly squeezed orange juice uh, with my breakfast every morning? Uh, Mrs. X, no, not every day. I wouldn't suggest orange juice or oranges. Maybe one orange per week. And that's how I get the conversation of how having them kind of uh, educate them that food is uh, kind of the number one reason that, that their sugars is are out of control. Uh, that in conjunction with a little bit of exercise well, uh, I can't walk with a knee. Okay, that's true. Okay, I believe you. But, you know, there's some exercise that you can do while sitting down watching the novella or the soap and, you know, lift your arms and things like that. You don't have to run 10 miles. That's what I tell my patients. Just, you know, 15, right, 30 on. minutes a day. Hold on just a minute for folks who may have just joined us who wonder who we are and what we're doing. Uh, this is WellMed Radio, and we're delighted to have you with us. We're talking about diabetes, blood sugar level, and ways in which... Uh, we can get a handle on that. Our special guest from Donna, Texas, is Dr. Alberto Ruiz. And our co-host today, as always, is Dr. Marisa Charles. I'm Ron Aaron. Delighted to have you with us on WellMed Radio. And Dr. Ruiz, uh, we're back to, and I'm loving your discussion, by the way, uh, and uh, you're to the point where your patient says, you've left me nothing to eat. I can't walk, so how can I exercise? I'm out of here. Oh, yes, they, they kind of do have that attitude. But, you know, again, with more uh, education, they slowly come back like, okay, example, ready? So there you are, Mrs. X. I got to have my six tacos in the morning. No, how about two? There you go, portion control. Oh, I love my Fidel. Yes, you can have Fidel. But, you know, uh, a little bow, not the big supersized bow. 
uh, bowl. Uh, so, you know, all these changes will take time. And I can uh, assure you that at, by the end of three months, when I check your hemoglobin A1C again, I mean, your numbers will go down in conjunction that you take your medication as prescribed. So uh, that's how we can work together, Mrs. X. Yeah, we and often will you... see, um, you know, what I was going to mention, we were talking about portion control and diet. Um, I don't know if you've seen those, uh, the plate method, which is one way that is relatively easy to teach portion control for the patients where you try to get half of your plate to be vegetables. And then the other half you divide part of it being that carbohydrate, which is going to be a small serving, and then some protein like some chicken or fish. And those are also good tips to to try to get people to understand because I mean you watch commercials and you watch um, you go to restaurants and the servings that are given to people are enormous and people have kind of fig- learned that that's a normal meal. Well, the plates are huge in many restaurants. Then they've gotten bigger, exactly. Yes, because that's exactly. the restaurant yes. that more people are going to go to. I've, I've had some, you, you're you're both correct. I mean, I've had some patients that have gone to Europe and they're, uh, wait a minute, I pay for this and that's all I get, this little piece. Because <laughs> they're used to the portions that we are, we're given down here. And believe it or not, the restaurants that are, you know, there's one, that, there's a restaurant down here that, you know, oh my goodness, I don't, I'll bring it up, I'll say it. Botana is a big uh, plate with a lot of meat, a lot of beans, like chips. And I mean, it's a huge, family style, exactly. It's called a botana, but it's like, okay, a botana for two, four, and six. And I mean, this restaurant is packed all the time. Why? Because, example, my family, we go there. Yes, I'm guilty of going there. The food is good. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, we order a family. We're our family six. So we order a family for four, but yet we get to eat twice. And we love it. So, you know, uh, you know, it's, I guess the more food, so yes, the, the, the servings are big, but they shouldn't be. But uh, that's how we, I guess, how our culture determines, oh, that's a good restaurant. The more they give you for a price and so forth. But yes, um, the food down here, well, again, I'm talking about my area that I'm very familiar. I grew up here. Uh, I graduated from here. I went to Michigan and then I returned back like a salmon to its uh to its uh, <laughs> uh, growing grounds, fishing grounds. So, uh, so I'm no, I know this area and restaurants that kind of are portion control. They don't do well. The ones that kind of, you know, supersize stuff, uh, pretty popular, which yeah, is not good. I don't because really think some that's... people do eat it. Right. I don't think that's, you know, isolated to to South Texas or to any particular area. I mean, that's kind of what sells, you know, like you said, supersize, you know, where even the fast food restaurants, you know, kind of get on this kick where they give you these bigger portions and people, Mm -hmm. you know, for just a few extra cents Mm -hmm. and um, people go for that. But, you know, the, the carbohydrates, they don't realize is what's causing so much harm. And it starts, you know, in children and then all the way up from there, we're seeing the diabetes so much younger these days. Um, But the standard American diet, and that's not just Mexican American food, that's also the Italian food, you go to an Italian restaurant, and they serve you this huge portion of, of spaghetti, you go to, um, you know, burger place, and it's huge burger and, and fries, and that's all carbs. So well, try Jewish. When you go to a, a, a delicatessen, same thing. Uh, they'll build a corned beef sandwich that is like a mile high. <laughs> you can barely get your lips around it, and it's the uh-huh. same issue. 
Now, stay with us a minute here, Dr. Ruiz. We're going to uh, do a little business at our income right back to you. And we're so pleased to have you with us. Dr. Alberto Ruiz is a primary care physician at the Wellman Clinic in Donna. And from what I understand, a former high school football star. Delighted to have you on board. Our co-host, <laughs> no, Dr. Marisa Charles, all. welcome. We'll, we'll talk about your career in, in just a minute. Dr. Marisa Charles is our co-host here on Wellman Radio. I'm Ron Aaron. Thanks for being with us. You may be experiencing anxiety or stress regarding all the news about COVID-19 or what is commonly referred to as coronavirus. You are not alone. Optum is opening its emotional support helpline, providing access to specially trained mental health specialists. This is a toll-free number and it will be open 24 hours a day, seven days a week for as long as necessary. This is a free service. Anyone in need of emotional support is welcome to call. The number is 866-342-6892. That's 866-342-6892. One more time, 866-342-6892. Thank you so much for sticking with us right here on WellMed Radio. I'm Ron Aaron, along with their co-host, Dr. Marisa Charles. We are having the best time talking with Dr. Alberto Ruiz. He is at the WellMed Adana Clinic uh, down in the Rio Grande Valley. And uh, we're talking about diabetes, blood sugar, maintaining a healthy diet. And he also used the E word, exercise. And, and as you talk to your patients, Dr. Ruiz, uh, you were mentioning you try to get them to get up and off that couch if they can do that. What's your hope for them? My hope is to just uh, help them bring down their hemoglobin A1C or, or the level of the sugar. That is my greatest hope. And I can, and I mean, and I do know I've had some more than a couple of uh, success stories. I'll give you one that just popped up to my head. Patients uh, in the seventies, mid seventies, and he had a, drinking problem. So he drank quite a bit of beer. So that's a lot of carbs, number one. Number two, he was just moping around and he was a uh, 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 mariachi. So, you know, he's out there all hours of the night. Make a long story short, I mean, I would see him every three months. And I think, like I said, his hemoglobin A1C was at 11. And then he tried to be good the last week. And, Wait a minute, I've been exercising, no beer. <laughs> Hold on, it's funny. I've been exercising, no beer for how long? last week and what about the other <laughs> what about the other 11 weeks mr x oh I, I thought it was so funny it's like me okay i'm gonna go to church on uh, one day and i'm good for the rest of the year sir no you gotta do it every day so anyway this went on for i would say about a year so then and he would always say i'm gonna quit and i'm gonna do this and that so and i would like by the second time you know okay yeah sure sure so anyway, finally, he one day he comes. I mean, again, hemoglobin A1C of 11. So finally, one day he comes and he looks kind of like buff, like, oh, my God, what's he doing? So, uh, so uh, hey, sir, what do you And so then, first of all, his, he dropped it from an 11 to an 8. So like, wow, in three months. So like, wow. So I said, sir, I want you to take my, I would like to take this opportunity to congratulate you. You went from a hemoglobin A1C of an 11 
you're down to an eight. Again, this is not for me. This is for you and your family and your ability. You know, the higher that number is, the more damage to your eyes, your ear, uh, your heart, your kidneys, the weedy weedy, uh, the the circulation and the nerves. This is for you, and I really want to congratulate you. How did you do it? Well, certain doctor, I stopped drinking. Number one, completely, and I would kind of, I kind of gave him the, you know, like really. So he goes, no, 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 I stopped drinking. Seriously, doctor. Okay, good. All righty. Then I started exercising. I have a stationary bike. I started exercising like 15 minutes, and I would get so tired. So 15 minutes, then 15 minutes went to an hour, to 30 minutes, and now I'm doing an hour and a half. I mean, an hour in the morning and an hour at night, and he looks really good. I mean, muscular and everything. Like, okay, so I tell him, so what does your wife say? Pondas. So, like, where are you going? Who are you going with? <laughs> so now that it looks good, you know, the wife is having all these other 20 thoughts. So, you know, but he did it. He did it. He, in three months, he dropped it from an 11 to an 8, and he started eating better, too. So uh, so it is possible. I want to give uh, encouragement to the audience that's hearing us right now. It can be done. It's going to take a little bit of effort, but it can be done. You know, now, uh, like I said. Yes, sir. I would say part of the challenge is then keeping on that regimen. Yes, with just sticking it. to a pace. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you got to stick to a regimen. It's going to take a little bit of uh, of effort on the patient. Uh, for Like I said, okay, I'm used to eating five tacos. Okay, let me cut it down to two. There you go. You're not going to starve to death. Um, you know, you're used to eating uh, a Whataburger with uh, double cheese, uh, double bacon, and, and two meat and, and everything. Well, why don't you go to a Whataburger Junior? So those are the examples that I try to make. And uh, people that have followed that, are their hemoglobin A1C does go down. It does go down one, two, two points. I have another, another example, if I may. Uh, sure. uh, a female patient comes in and she has a hemoglobin, again, kind of above an eight, and, I, and she wanted cataract surgery. So I said, ma'am, uh, there's some uh, eye doctors that don't want you to have such a high blood sugar. So I called the eye doctor and I says, well, I prefer less than an eight. So then I kind of voiced that to the, the patient and, she, and I tell her, why don't we wait? The higher that number is, the more probability that after your cataract surgery, you, you might get an infection. And I've seen it. I just gave her an example of that. And then she goes, okay, let's wait. And uh, so she was at about 8.5 or 8.7, and she, I said, why don't, we get, why don't we give each other six weeks, and you do what I just, what I mentioned, less tortillas, less rice, and all the stuff that I mentioned previously. So anyway, six weeks later, and again, I've heard the story many times, and nine out of ten times, it doesn't happen, but she came, she came back, and she was at a seven. Like, oh, my goodness. Again, I mean, I was like, congratulations. She wanted this cataract surgery done. I told her, there you go. You're cleared. But it can be done. And what I asked her, and I always ask, how did you do it? And she said, yeah, I did what you told me, doctor. Less rice, less video, less tortillas, flour or corn, and, you know, all the carbs that uh, Dr. Charles had previously mentioned. And it can be done for the audience that's out there with struggling with diabetes. I mean, it can be done. Don't let diabetes control you. You can control diabetes. So there is hope. You can do it. Stick to it. 
and, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to get in a diet. Okay, Dr. Reese wants me to lose 50 pounds by Friday. Well, this is Monday today. <laughs> I don't think so. So, you won't know, I, I, it won't happen. Exactly. Give yourself time. Be patient. And in three months, I think uh, the numbers uh, will improve. Now, I want to deal with something uh, because you brought it up, and I'm so glad you did. There are a whole lot of folks who believe, well, if I just switch from flour to corn tortillas, I don't have a problem. And yet corn is what they use to fatten up cows. You're absolutely right, Ron. You're absolutely right. And that's what they told me. Well, uh, how about if I go to, uh, you know, corn tortillas? He loves, sir, ma'am, it's the same thing. You know, the body will uh, turn it into uh, sugar as soon as you eat it. So, again, if you're used to eating five tortillas with breakfast, lunch, and dinner, why don't you cut it to two or one? That's my best advice. So now this is the way we eat tortillas back in the day. You got grab a tortilla and you roll it up. Okay, so when you do that, one, two, three bites. They're gone. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Right. So that's why you eat five tortillas. So when I when I was a teenager and I was let's call it husky, and I met a beautiful young lady in seventh grade, which is now my wife. I said, well, oh, wow, I better lose some weight. <laughs> I better lose my some weight. <laughs> so, how did, again, I was one of those. I didn't have diabetes, though, but I was one of those. I would eat five tortillas with each meal. But So then I need to lose some weight. I was pretty athletic back then. But anyway, how did I lose weight? Ready? I get the yes. tortilla and eat it like a cookie. Get it? Bite, food, bite, food, bite, food. You see? There's more bites to the tortilla if you don't fold it up and roll it up. So, you know, that's the examples that I give from my personal experience when I was a teenager. <laughs> teenager. <laughs> and again, that's how I try to help them, you know, that it can be done. How long have you been married? Uh, boyfriend, girlfriend for 15 years, married for another 25. <laughs> wow. So that's we've been cool. together like, what, 35, 36 years? Yes, um, I've been, been since seventh grade. So and you still eat tortillas like a cookie. Oh, I, I now I cut them out Monday through Friday. I cut them out, and on sun, Saturday I eat one tortilla like a cookie, and Sunday one tortilla. And I've and lost thirty-two it. pounds, <laughs> and I lost thirty-two pounds. That's pretty good. <laughs> Tell me a so, little bit about some of the medications that you have success with with your patients. Oh, uh, the most one that we have, again, if, you're, if your sugar is not totally out of control, uh, I, I like metformin. Metformin, you start with metformin, and if you, we're not able to control you with that, we add another one. Metformin can come, be combined with a lot of other medications. So that's uh, just an overview of the medications. There's like seven classes. There are different classes nowadays. Uh, and they all help, but it, again, it's got to be a lot of again a lot of my patients in my area. Well, I'm taking um, uh, medication. I can eat whatever I want. Uh, not exactly, <laughs> sir or ma'am. I mean, pero pero me You know, they always try to justify that because they're taking the medication, they can eat whatever and however whatever amount. And I tell them, no, sir. It's like you. Are you going to turn up? Uh, Let's say you see your your your, your uh, kitchen on fire. Are going to turn it off with gas? No, you're going to use water. So you got to help yourself. It's a combination of the medication, eating a better, healthier foods, and if you can, exercise maybe 30 minutes, at least 30 minutes a day, 
And at the end, all this is for you, your family, your nephews, nieces, grandchildren, and so forth. I want you to do it for you. Not, oh, let me prove this, that I can do it to Dr. Reese. No, no, no. This is not for me. Oh. It is for you. And that's how I try to get across them, again, in this uh, area. Uh, and, and most of them, again, people that listen to me, I can honestly say have done so much better. And in some situations, no other doctor told me, okay, well, now I told you, right? Now you can't say that. So uh, <laughs> I try to educate them. Yes, I try to educate my patients. And, and it does work. And I'm more sure all my colleagues out there uh, have their own style of teaching uh, the patients uh, what to eat or what not to eat. Yeah. Dr. Charles, um, as you listen to this, makes a lot of sense. Of course, of course. And and I agree, you know, metformin is still one of the medicines that we start with, but there are some newer classes that are very exciting. Um, mm -hmm. There are some, for example, that are injectable, but once a week and they're not insulins and we're seeing some good success with medications like that, just to, you know, throw out names like Ozempic and Trulicity. But metformin is usually still where we start. It's still a very good medication, but it's true. Like it, it, it's a tool that you have to use it, you know, um, you can't, you know, because you're taking the medication, just go ahead and, and eat whatever you want. It's still a process and it still includes all of those different areas, your, your diet, your exercise activity level, also reducing stress. I think a lot of people stress eat. Mm -hmm. So if we can get stress under control, sometimes that also um, has a very good benefit, um, both psychologically and physically with diabetics. And we got to say goodbye to you. We are flat out of time. Uh, you've been a great guest, Dr. Ruiz. Thank you. I'm thank you, Ron. And thank you, Dr. Charles. I'm Ron Aaron. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to WellMed Radio, a service of WellMed Medical Management. We welcome your emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. And please be sure to tune in next week for another edition of WellMed Radio.